four guys in a combat. Here's the only four guys silly enough to try to don Exo Manowar armor at the same time. It's Red, Rusty, Tap, and Nova. Good morning, Vietnam! Well, for you podcast listeners out there in Vietnam, because I know there are a few of them because I've been looking at our data. But for the rest of you out there everywhere else in the world, we are going to have some fun tonight because we're going to be talking movies. I know a lot of you love movies, so we're going to talk about what? Comic book movies. Hey, it's four guys in a comic, so let's talk about what we do best. Guys, seen any good uh, movies lately? Lately? I think the last comic book movie I have saw was Doctor Strange. Yes. Yeah. Or do you count Rogue One as a comic If book so, movie? that was amazing. I would. I'll tell you what. Last night, I finally broke down and watched Superman versus Batman for the first time. Oh. <laughs> it was a waste of time. Oh, my God. Even my kids were just kind of like, this doesn't look right. This movie's kind of boring. <laughs> it was different. Um, I liked the portrayal of, well, not like killer Batman, but I liked Ben Affleck's version of Batman. I will say that. Um but I wasn't a fan of like him with a gun running around shooting. That that wasn't cool. But everything else, was, I, I enjoyed. He was a little overweight for that bat costume, in my opinion. He was shredded. Um, yeah. Dude is yeah. shredded. Like if you saw him like out of his suit, he's like he's shredded. Yeah, he had a little training montage. Yeah, head. Oh, maybe I, maybe it was one of the pump scenes where I was, uh, you know, uh, doing the head bob. I don't They're, know. They did the. They did the uh, bigger bat emblem and stuff because they were doing the Frank Miller Batman. Yeah. yeah. So it was the the big bloated bat symbol, which could be why, but yeah. No, anything recently? Um, I haven't watched anything new, but uh, Howard the Duck. I, I watched. No, I I thought I was gonna get around to watching that, but I didn't. Um, I watched I watched some I watched an animated movie. I just don't remember which one it was. It was a DC one, but... Um, oh! Justice League Dark. I did just watch that. Oh, that's out? Okay, I gotta check that one out. No, I, yes, I rewatched it out on digital. I don't remember which one. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to check that out because I've been excited for that one. Oh, buddy. Did you watch it? Yeah. I, yeah, I, oh, yeah, I've watched it. I forgot about oh, okay. it until you said animated, and then it reminded me. Okay. How is it? Uh, I really enjoyed it, but of course, of course it's Justice it League Dark. It's it's every like it's yeah. every aspect of the DC universe that I love. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. So, what are you gonna say there, Rusty? Well, I was gonna say I started Superman too. Oh, started. Okay, I didn't finish all of it. I was. I don't know. Maybe you can clear it up. They just randomly show up. I understand that the aliens are crypt, uh, Kryptonians or whatever. But okay, remember in the it, first it, movie when they did the trial with Zod and how they put him in the Phantom Zone with that big swirling piece of glass? Yeah. Okay, well, that was in the first movie, right? Now, here in the second movie, that glass shows up. But what you did not see was the Richard Donner cut of the movie. So to explain that a little bit further, did you see the part of, of 2 where he um, was with the Eiffel Tower and the nuclear bomb? Yeah. Okay, well, what happened actually in the story was he took the bomb, threw it into space, and that bomb exploded, breaking the glass to the Phantom Zone, releasing General Zod and his minions. Okay. So That makes more sense. I know. It was, if, I was just like, what happened? It just all just like popped yeah, up, and I was just like, okay. I know. If you watch the Richard Donner cut, it all makes sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I need to finish the rest of the movie though, so don't ruin the. Uh, no, no, I won't. But after you watch, <laughs> everyone it, then dies. Get the rich- Except yeah. for someone named Martha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, after you watch it, pick up the Richard Donner cut, and then you'll be like, "Oh, this is a far better movie." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But speaking of you know Superman, um, I finally caught up on uh, Supergirl TV show, and mm. I got to the episode where you know the Flash comes in, and was like. And then, you know, at the end of it says, to be continued in The Flash. I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop here. So then I binge-watched The Flash, got to the part with, you nice. know, all of them coming together. And then it says, to be continued in Green Arrow. I'm like, damn it, Was this the alien the one? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, so that one was the alien crossover. Because I was going to say, in one yeah. season last year, they had a Flash-Supergirl crossover. Yes. Um, it was just yeah. like that one episode. 
Um, and then they had like the big CW alien yeah. thing. So. Devastators mm-hmm. or whatever they're called. So now I got to binge watch Arrow just so I can get caught up to that part. So then I can get to all the newer stuff that's out. And then it's gonna say. Shows. Then it's gonna say watch Legends of Tomorrow. Yes. I don't know. I will. haven't watched it. It will. Okay. Does it really say that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it does. I'm nine. I'm nine. Sure. It was yeah. like a four parter. It was like an all yeah. week long thing. It was yeah. like a four parter. Mm. It was like Kevin Smith. No, 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 no. No, that that one wasn't him. Okay. Um, but, speaking uh, of, um, it was just a big CW crossover event. Is all it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought he wrote the Supergirl. Episode. No, he direct. He just recently directed, directed a Supergirl episode, but that's okay. that's recent. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, that's of. recent. He also directed a couple Flash episodes too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I have an idea. Why don't we change gears a little bit? And I know we talked for a little while, then we go into a little fun little game. I want to jump straight into the game, which is going to bounce off into some more conversation for us. Perfect. Let's do it. All right. And this is something you listeners can also participate as well. All right. So basically what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be playing a bit from a superhero comic book related TV show, movie, cartoon. All right. Guess what it is. All right. That's all you got to do is guess what it is. And this, some of them are going to be easy. Some of them are going to be not so easy. And I'm going to give you a little clue. The time um, era spans from the 60s to current. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. So, like I say, at home where you're, you know, listening to us, jump out there, scream it out if you know what it is. Have some fun and uh, see if uh, we can figure out what what I what I got in store for you guys. I feel so like I'm we start have a leg the... up on Rusty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Well, Maybe. here is a sound bit and... I pray to God y'all know what it is. Here we go. Oh, um, Greatest American Hero. Yes! Do you have, Do you guys know Greatest American Hero? Of course not. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, Nova's like, Greatest of course Ameri- I no, don't. No, <laughs> I don't. Greatest Canadian Hero. No. Even then, yeah, I oh don't. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Who? Greatest Canadian Hero. I'm telling you, it was a great show back in the 80s, basically about a a guy, a, a, a special ed teacher, who took his class out on a field trip, and aliens came by and bestowed him a gift of a super suit with powers. And he all he has to do is read the instruction book to figure out how to use it and help humanity. Well, he lost the book. <laughs> and he has trouble learning to fly and doesn't even know all the abilities he has. He's discovering them in a, in a hysteric way at the time. But the um, introduction that you just heard to the TV show actually made it onto the uh, number one in the billboards um, back in the 80s. That's a great wow. song. It is. And it's one, if you hear it, it's like, oh, wow, this is really good. Yep. So, I like that song. Yeah. So, greatest American hero. Good job. All right. So, let's move on to the next one. You were right. I am responsible for all of this. So many people have been hurt because of me. And when I looked at you, all I saw was another potential victim of my hubris. And yes, I created this madness, but you bear it. The Flash. It's, it's Doctor. Yes. Uh, Doctor. Yeah, what's it's, his uh, name? it's Doctor Wells. Yes, Dr. Wells, it is Doctor Wells. The Flash. Gotta love the Flash. That was actually. That sounds like it was from like the first season though, where he where they find out yes. he's Reverse Flash. It, yep, that's what it was. So gotta love the Flash. It's a great show. I love Tom Cavanaugh. That guy's amazing. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, the new series though, with his doppelganger. His HR not, Wells. Yeah, it's like mm. <laughs> I love it. He's hilarious. Yep. Yeah. All right. Here is one that I know I'm going to stump you. You hear that one more time? Is it? Shaz- is it? Shazam? Yes, Shazam. Yeah, I would have gotten awesome. that one. Yes. Yeah. 1970-something. <laughs> yeah, no, like, okay. I've seen a few reruns mm-hmm. of it, but mm-hmm. that was, like, a long yeah. time ago. But, I was like, you played it, and I was like, something about yeah. this. And then I heard Lightning Bolt, and I was like, yeah, I got it. Yep. Okay. Billy Batson. <laughs> you, know, it was, you know, but back in the day, though, it was really great. And I'm telling you, I remember, you know, every kid was like, oh, I want to be Shazam. You know, because it was, it was a huge uh, following with that TV show. 
And then, of course, we had uh, the spin-off to it with Isis, and there was a couple crossovers with it. But it was fun. All right, if you guys don't get this one, you know, that's it. You're out of the podcast. <laughs> Holy Anna, I got more muscles than a New England clam bake. Now I need a superhero name. You can be the Crimson Cock boy Radioactive Man? Yep, that was The Simpsons. Radioactive Man. Very cool. Yeah. You can tell that Bart voice right now. I know you can. And I think it's a, it's a female. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That is, let's time warp back to the 80s. 90s. Anyway, they don't seem like criminals. What do I know? His glass has fooled me for two years. Lois and Clark. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. What a <laughs> Famous scene right there. Those glasses fooled me for two years. I gotta be honest. I never really got into that show too much. Yeah, no, I, I didn't either. Dean Cain as Superman it. was interesting. Yeah, I ne- yeah, Dean Cain. I just couldn't get into it. I like Dean Cain, but yeah, he can host Ripley's yeah. all he wants. Just stay away. From <laughs> exactly. Superman. Yeah, exactly. That's about it. <laughs> all right. Here is one. Actually, we talked about this last podcast. So here you go. Hello? You know you gotta pay for that, right? Hey, come on. Not okay! Oh, Logan. Yes! Oh, yeah, Logan. I was like, yeah. why does that sound familiar? <laughs> Straight from the trailer. That is, that is something we haven't even yeah, seen. March yet. 3rd. But, yeah. No, but it should be something that's gonna be really cool. I'm excited. Oh, I'm yeah. super yeah. excited. Yeah, it is gonna be, it's gonna be really fun. All right, I, I got to trip you up a little bit here. Let's see if you guys can pull get, pull this one out. Six million dollar man. No. <laughs> I just kept waiting for the we can rebuild him. The reversing garbage. Yeah, all, all I hear is the beeping. <laughs> all right, you guys give up. Yeah, I'll t- give me a clue. It's, D- it's DC. You're you're real silent, right? I can barely hear you. It's DC. I said it's DC. Yeah, I heard that. I'm just trying to think. All I heard was beeping, though. I don't know. I know. I didn't hear anything beyond beeping. Was there something either. else that we were supposed to hear? Nope. That was it. Oh. Just the beeping. I'm sure there's somebody out there waving their hand saying, "That's the bat phone." Oh, Batman 66. Yes. The famous Batman, which sounded just like a truck back. <laughs> 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 All right. The garbage yes. truck. Yes. All right. Here is one I actually had fun with. Let's see if you guys can pick this one out. You the same damn stink eyes your dad, except it's only half as good because, well, you know, you're missing nine. One more time. Yeah, play it again. You do the same damn stink eyes your dad, except it's only half as good because, well, you know, you're missing an eye. I don't know. Same damn no, stink eyes your dad. But you're missing half an eye. One more time. Here we go. Is it Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? You do the same damn stink eyes your dad, except it's only half as good, because, well, you know, you're missing an eye. Nick Fury, David Hasselhoff. No. Who do we know in comics? And he, and or is it Walking Dead? Yes! The Walking Dead. Oh. Carl. Carl. That was Negan talking. That didn't sound like Negan. Okay, yep. these speakers throwing it off. Yeah, I'm with <laughs> Blame you. Blame it on the speakers. I, no, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> All right, let's make it a little bit more fun, a little bit easier. I, th- I think somebody here is going to get this one. Silver dollar short stacks, so up on my back, That. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god, my was. kids sing this Sorry. all the time. I figure somebody is it that new? Because I probably won't no. know. No, I mean, it's a couple years now. 
One more time. They play it again. Time. They're like Teen Titans or something. Probably Teen Titans Go then. I mean. Yeah, Teen Titans yes, Go if it's anything. Yes, yes, it was Teen Titans Go. Yeah, my cool. kid watches. I don't watch Teen Titans Go. Oh, that song no. is like everywhere. Not in my house, thank goodness. <laughs> oh, you know, I like how this was supposed to be me not being able to guess anything, and I've gotten hey, almost everything. Hey, whoa, whoa, no, Chris, you so didn't. Almost. No, you didn't. No, almost. you didn't. You got like two. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's throw something up there that that, that, that trip Rusty up. Here's one right here. I know Vita can get this one. I am... I don't know. What is that? You, you recognize it, I can tell. It, it sounds, sounds familiar, familiar, but I can't think yeah. of what it is. It's mm. something from the 70s. Nope, sixty six. I would say sixty six. Yeah. It's not Spider-Man, is it? Nope, nope. Is it the Super Friends? Nope, not Super Friends. All right. That was that was the Green Hornet. Oh, Ooh. yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Toss up there. Yeah. You guys didn't watch the Green Hornet much, I take it. No, I watched nope. a lot of Batman '66, but I didn't watch Green Hornet. Mm. I highly recommend it. If you enjoy Batman '66, you'll definitely enjoy the Green Hornet. Uh, of course, Bruce Lee's Cato. It just it gets cheesy like Batman's. <laughs> oh, okay. Best way to put it. Yeah. Real campy, huh? Yeah. All right, let's pull out one. I think y'all can get. The day I went missing was the day I died. At least on the inside. The day I went missing is the day I died. At least on the inside. The clue is the voice. No freaking idea. The day I went missing was the day I died. I don't know. Sounds arrow? Like gonna... Wait, wait, wait. What, what did you say? Arrow? Green Arrow. Yep. Really? Arrow, arrow TV show. Yep. That doesn't sound anything like Stephen Amell. Yep. That was uh, episode one. See, I think it is these speakers, man. That, that doesn't <laughs> sound like Stephen Amell. <laughs> All right. Let's see what else I got here for you. All right. Here's one I liked. I wanted to make this city. Something better. Than you. Something beautiful. That sounded more like Arrow. I'm gonna that was that was the dare, that was Fisk talking to the Daredevil. Oh okay. yeah, Netflix. Okay, God cool. dang, yes. that was such an amazing. Okay. Oh, wasn't it? Oh my God, I lo- actually I'm ready to watch it again. It I love 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 Vincent D'Onofrio as Fisk. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. probably the smartest casting Marvel has ever done in the history of casting. Yeah. Like holy crap, that was so good. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. All right, here's one. I th- the following day over the foggy Atlantic. Merciful Minerva, that ocean Super Friends. Yes. Mark. I kept waiting for the, <laughs> meanwhile. <laughs> <And> meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> you, that, the Legion of yeah. Doom. I know, that, the announcer voice. Yes. You know, it's just was, unmistakable. Oh, it's it's so just epic. like with Stan Lee. It's just like you hear that, it's like, oh, Super Friends. <laughs> All right. We're going to hear Apache Chief. What does he say? Um... 
Ninyan chunk. Or what is it? What? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking You don't. Wait, am I thinking Justice League? I'm thinking Justice yeah, you League, must be I thinking think. Justice League. With the growing Apache chief. All right. Okay, let's see here. Let's see if you can get. Uh, here's one for you. Spider Man. Yep. Tobey Maguire. Yep. You cannot. I mean, that, come on, that woohoo is just undistinguishable. You, you just know yeah, what it is. Yeah, that movie made me so giddy when I saw it in theaters. Like, I went like midnight showing, like right when. Oh, it was epic. Yeah. All right, couple left here. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, here is one. Let's see if you guys can get this. It's gonna be a little tough. You sent me to hell, Jason. Uh, Spawn. Yeah. Jeez. Good job. I haven't watched Spawn in so long. I just rewatched it semi recently and I still enjoy it. That's good. That's good to hear. <laughs> I think a lot of people would argue that with me, but I still enjoyed it. Let's see what else we have here. First pair of pants they gave me had a, a button on the back. They took that away, but you fold a piece of paper just right. Get sharp. When I took that away, I started running at the walls. You should have run faster. One more time. I went through a rough stretch. First pair of pants they gave me had a, a button on the back. They took that away, but you fold a piece of paper just right. Get sharp. When I took that away, I started running at the walls. You should have run faster. Oh. No. Jessica Jones? No. You're no, actually listening to you're listening to Ward from Agents of Shield. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Alright. Let's see. Here's here's a sound bit you have to get. X-Men? No. Oh, um... Oh, I started to recognize it with the... Do -do 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 -do. Um... Yeah. Set in tights, fighting uh, for your rights yeah. in the old red, white, and blue. Oh, God. Uh, Wonder Woman. Yes. God, why can I not think of that? It's the old uh, Linda Carter Wonder Woman. Yes. God, oh, I love Linda Very Carter. Nice. Oh Wonder Woman! Yeah. She's, she was hot. She was. Come on. <laughs> Am I the only one that thinks Redhead. so? <laughs> you got the hots. You got the hots for one. Come on. What kid didn't? Well, back then, then She yeah. was just like, oh my gosh, Linda. Tie me up, please. <laughs> I got you. Daddy, you okay? Again, if you hadn't pushed me out of the way, that it wasn't me. I saw someone who could move like I can. I couldn't believe it. He saved you. Whoever just not only did he save my life. Oh, it was like cutting in and out. It sounded like for me. Yeah, it was. Dad, you okay? Yeah. Mother would be visiting me in the hospital again if you hadn't pushed me out of the way. That it wasn't me. I saw someone who could move like I can. Smallville. I couldn't believe it. Yes. Oh. All right. You know, Tap, you got to give the other guys a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Tap's running it now. Yeah, he is. Yeah. All right, just a couple left here. Here's one. You all have to get this one, please. Don't make me angry. Oh, Hulk. Me when I'm angry. Yes, Hulk. All right. And, oh, no. All right, see if you can figure out what show this is from. Okay, I admit it. I missed the last few episodes. But hey, my DVR is well, on the Well, Stan Lee, but um, yep. he said my DVR is on the fritz, so it's got to be semi-recent. Um, it's is it one of the Spider Mans? Um, God, there's so there's been so many of them lately, though. Um, 
Like every, Ultimate Spider-Man, Every maybe? episode. Is it sen- himself. Sensational Spider-Man? No. Or is it like Big Hero 6 or something? No, not Big Hero 6. What do you think, Nova? I have no idea. I, uh, yeah. Are you not, are, are you not a squatty? Oh, Superhero Squad. Yeah. I definitely am not. <laughs> I forgot about that. I haven't seen it. My kid used to watch it years ago, but he he's out of it now. I haven't seen it in forever. Yeah. I hear Superhero Squad. That guy's really starting to get on my nerve. But he did help. That's something. Yeah, barely. I was the one who had to dodge the surface-to-air missiles. All he did was slap cuffs on wrists. Supergirl. What's bothering you? Yes. And it's not Guardian. Who says Alright, I think Tap's running away with this. Right, I got Okay, maybe somebody get this one. Here's a movie. I know we've all seen. That was a joke. I was joking. Why are you so down on me? You don't even know me. Yeah, one more time. That was a joke. I was joking. Why are you so down on me? You don't even know me. Oh, um, is it Captain America? Uh, Avengers? Yes and no. Is it Avengers Civil War? <laughs> you got the right actor. Avengers Age of Ultron. Nope. Avengers 1. <laughs> nope. So it's none of the Avengers. Avengers. Nope. Uh, is it, it's Captain America saying it, though, right? You got the right actor. Oh, Fantastic is Four. It Fantastic yes, Four. Fantastic Four. Oh, my gosh. I was like, it sounds yeah. like Chris Evans. One of those movies you don't really want to remember, right? <laughs> Actually, we just watched that semi-recently. It was... I, I'll be honest. I enjoyed the first one. Yeah, it wasn't... The first one was it, okay. They could have been way better, but they also could have been a lot worse. Yeah. I thought Jessica Alba is uh, Sue Storm is weird. Yeah, it's really yeah, it, weird it was, to me. It was. All right. Well, here is the last one for you guys tonight. Let's see what you can do with this one. Here you go. You aren't ready. You're impatient and hot-tempered, and more importantly, I'm better than you. <laughs> oh, you know something, Big Brother? I'd have to disagree with you on that one. Hey, bub. You hear the cha-ching? X-Men. Nope, not X-Men. One more time. You aren't ready. You're impatient and hot-tempered, and more importantly... I'm better than you. <laughs> oh, you know something, Big Brother. I have to disagree with you on that one. Is it X-Men the Animated Series? It's mm. the first episode with Morph. Nope. It's not? It's not X-Men. Wolverine and the X-Men. <laughs> um, not even Marvel. Oh, it's not Wolverine? Uh-uh. Um, not DC either. I mean, actually, I think they may have done a Marvel issue now that I think about it. I think right now they're IDW. Is it Power Rangers? No. You aren't ready. You're impatient and hot-tempered and more importantly... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yes, that's it. Got it, Nova. Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Which one is that from? Is that from the animated series? Or is that from, like, one of the movies? That's the movie. That's the movie. Yep. I was going to say, Nova's our resident Ninja Turtle fan, so... Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. So, hopefully you guys at home had a little bit of fun with that one. That was something a little different. And uh, so out of all that stuff there, is there anything that kind of makes you want to say, ooh, I think I might want to watch that or rewatch it? Uh, Daredevil, for sure, just because yeah. Wilson Fisk. Mm-hmm. Vincent D'Onofrio made a character. He took a character of Kingpin, a character that I, honestly I think a lot of people could say that they don't really give a two shits about, right? Like Nobody really cares about Kingpin, right? Yep. He took that character and... 
and made you feel bad for him, made you like him, and made you hate him all rolled into one. Like, you understood why Kingpin is the way that he is in that in that arc of Daredevil. It was freaking incredible. How about you guys? Anything in? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to rewatch Daredevil. Uh, it's just a matter of finding the time. It's always yes. the hardest part. Um, yeah. I've been meaning to rewatch Batman the Animated Series. Um, I have it on my Amazon, yeah. but I haven't watched it yet either. Yeah. Um, cool. Speaking of, just while we're on the topic of TV shows, I don't know if you guys are big Archie fans, but Riverdale did start uh, this past Thursday. Is that right? Have you watched an episode? Yeah, yet? I was just... So it's a Netflix show, but they're releasing it weekly. It's um, Netflix? I thought it was CW. <laughs> no, no, it's a Netflix show. No, didn't know that. Really? I think so. Well, it's it's on Netflix. It's being released weekly on there. I don't know if uh, they've done that before with the CW show or any show, really. It's my first time well, seeing it. They do that with um, uh, Always Sunny, don't they? I don't know. Weird. I think they, I think they do it with Always Sunny. Because Riverdale is a CW show, so that's weird that they, they're doing it on Netflix as well. Is it? Yeah, it's, it was right, It was all right. They made some uh, changes to characters that I thought were weird. Miss Grundy is like a 30, mid-30-ish year old lady. Um, all right, it's got to be a Canadian thing. I guess so. It's not, Riverdale's not on our, do you guys have CW? Uh, I don't know, I don't have TV. So probably, because it's not on our Netflix, it's only on CW here. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's, uh, I guess the Canadians out there can watch it weekly on Netflix. There you go. Well, then cool. the rest of us can watch it on CW. Yep. <laughs> and Very cool. Yeah. Speaking of movies and such, was it this uh, this last Monday? My daughter wasn't feeling well, so she stayed home, <clears throat> and uh, she found a, on Netflix uh, movie Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. Have you guys seen yes, that? Yes, it's good. I've read I the really novel. enjoy it. First time I first time I saw it, and I was like, "Wow, this is pretty good." And I've always been a big fan of Greek mythology, and so then from there we went in went into the second movie, which actually was surprising. It was pretty good too. So I was like, okay, Tuesday, I was like, you know what? I think I want to read it. <laughs> so I didn't read any comics this week. I've gone through book one and book two, and now I'm getting ready to start book three. I just actually really enjoyed that Percy Jackson series. And I know it's, you know, they advertise it more for younger audiences, but if you enjoyed reading things like the Harry Potter series, um, you'll like it. It's, it, was, it was a pretty good read. So that's pretty much what I've been reading this week. Nice. Um, what about you guys? I have been reading a lot of Infinite Crisis and Grant Morrison's New X-Men. Good. While I wait for Animal Man to arrive. I've been uh, reading... Well, I mean, I got a billion different Marvel titles that came out this past week. I mean, we caught up on uh, Inhumans versus X-Men, and the Inhumans are still jerks, if y'all were wondering. Um... <laughs> so yeah. nothing new <laughs> and then no and then we had a new issue of venom which is cool and they advertised that eddie brock is gonna be venom again come i April. saw that to uh, a lot of people is some mixed feelings on that i don't know i'm kind of i thought it would it. be awesome as, but yeah there's a lot of mixed mixed feelings on that the biggest question is where does toxin go if he doesn't if he gets venom back because Carnage ended, and he had the Toxin symbiote, and he still had it at the end of it and everything. But I'm w wondering, like, does he get to keep it or what? Because it was under government control, kind of. And he had, like, a button or a thing inserted on him to where, unless this button was pushed, he couldn't release the symbiote. Who, Eddie Brock? Yeah, so the government had, like, a stranglehold on him, basically. Well, maybe that's why he gets Venom, because then he's like, I don't need your stupid button. And yeah, then they maybe. give it to I mean, that, and then they give it the to Hydra Cap and he turns into Hydrotoxin. <laughs> well, you know, I was kind of thinking I could probably see uh since uh Flash Thompson works for the government, you know, and he doesn't have a symbiote now. I could see them giving him toxin. Oh, that could be cool. 
Yeah. And I mean, he's already like, it's like a neutered symbiote, basically. Oh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had all that and we had like the Gamoras come out and everything. And um, we had a pretty decent issue of, well, I guess it wasn't really a decent it was a filler issue for uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns. Remind me again. I've read so much. I'm behind right now. I, I know I read that issue, but remind me again what happened. Sorry. So in Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern, it was the issue of, what is it, Tomar? Oh, two. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep, uh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. And it's like, I guess when they're old and they're Yeah, the grandma. Like, she's telling it. their grandson a story or whatever, and then she, like, leaves and... He's like, let's go fly like we used to. Hardcore filler. Yeah, issue, it was man, definitely but, yeah. but when you have a title that's released two times a month, you, you know, you're going to have some filler. Yeah, you're, you're going to have some fillers. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, a bunch of really good stuff um, came out this past week. And then Extraordinary X-Men had, oh, okay. I know that y'all stopped reading Extraordinary <laughs> X-Men. Yep. But... If you just read this last issue, it's not too much to do. It explains you should definitely read Extraordinary X Men before the newest one before you read the new Inhumans versus X Men because it kind of explains a little bit of it. But mostly, it's a side story of Forge and Old Man Logan. That could be cool. And like, yeah, basically they're like setting up the plan for what's happening in Inhuman versus uh, X Men. And um, they're setting up the plan, and Forge and Wolf, Old Man Logan are stuck together for a long period of time. So Forge, just out of curiosity, goes, well, what happened to me in your future? Did you kill me? And Wolverine's like, no. And he's like, well, what happened to me then? And he tells him a story of a guy he thinks could have been Forge, and it sounds a lot like Forge. Hmm. Cool. But it's a really cool story, and it's done in the art style of Old Man Logan and stuff. And it it's... Mostly, most of the comic is that story, like that flashback, and so. But it's a really cool story. So that was an extraordinary X Men, as opposed to the Old Man Logan title, which would have made vampires. more sense. Right there, you yes, go. yes, it was an extraordinary X Men, not Old Man uh, Logan okay. vampire. Hmm. Is Jeff Lemire still yeah. writing extraordinary X Men? Yeah, and he's yeah, writing he Old Man they Logan. Keep, uh, so maybe he got the two mixed up. Possibly. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe like he a, forgot what he was writing. And the editors forgot as well. Yeah, they were like, oh, well, it's Marvel. Nothing we do makes sense. Just roll with it. <laughs> Get it out as soon as possible. Yeah, that's, yeah that sounds about right. Yeah, and so um, there, there's a lot of good reading this uh, this week. There, there really was. And then um, we have our gold school going on, too, so... Red has a cousin apparently that's yeah. very wealthy and made of gold. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we'll see how that uh, pans out on that one. That's kind of interesting. No. Did you really just yeah, say gold really. skull? Yes. Yep. It is gold skull. Gold's it's legit. Real. I'm dead serious. What yeah. the hell? <laughs> it's in U.S. Avengers. It's the uh, it's the bad guy right now. All right. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I think he. Sh- I don't know anything about. About uh, Gold School. I'm, I'm behind on Marvel, apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't read this U.S. Avengers issue. All they did in the first one was just, like, flash a glimpse of, like, his cameo. And this is, like, his first appearance now, I guess, or whatever. So, Well, speaking of Avengers, I just sent you guys a Oh, sir, that Skype. is blasphemy. They, I know, right? There, I've, there have been so many pictures of Tom Brady as Captain America. I've seen so many this Tom last Tom Brady week. is a... <laughs> Pansy. No, he's those inflatable not. Inflatable muscles. Oh yeah. my gosh, let's not even talk about inflation. <laughs> I can't stand. So Tom tomorrow Brady. being the Super Bowl, what is your guys' prediction? Noah, do you even care? I'm gonna be napping a lot. <laughs> Falcons are gonna um, win. No, I need the Falcons sir. to win because 28 I can't have Falcons. I can't have no dang Patriots tie in the Cowboys Super Bowl record. So. Yeah, yeah. So the Patriots, my prediction, they're going to take it. Captain America, Mr. Brady there, he's going to own the game. But I've always been a true Patriots fan going back to early 80s. I so hate I the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, it's all about them Cowboys. For, <sighs> right, it's all about the Ravens for me normally. But this for this game alone, I will switch birds and I will go with the Falcons. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we will find out tomorrow who the winning team is. So on that note, let's go ahead and pull up uh, interview. But first, this message from Live or Die. Poor Goddess Records. As the age of apocalypse continues, we urge you to not lose sight of what this country stands for. The freedom to turn on your iPhones and browse for Silver Surfer-themed gangbangs whenever you desire. The joy it brings when you watch a one-legged woman find true love and romance while covered in bees. And were it not for our incredibly dysfunctional democracy, we would never have the endless memes about Jennifer Aniston's long-awaited reaction to the Brangelina fallout and the many ways to cash me outside. I'll be wearing my four guys in a comic hoodie. How about that? Jeff Vita is here in five, four, three, two, one. Jeff, welcome to the show. Jeff does another podcast called Kung Fu Movie Drive-In. Is that right? I got uh, that right, right? Yep, the Kung- Can you give us a little bit about your background and kind of what you've done and, and things like that? Veteran, I guess you would say, but uh, don't be mistaken. Uh, I'm not a huge name by any, uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I did work with uh, Valiant way back in the early to mid-90s. Uh, I was an editor there, and uh, I was present for um, some of the early Valiant stuff. Entertainment. I don't know if you guys remember that company, but uh, oh yes, bought... very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they bought Bevel, and then uh, I was away from comics, and I was in the sports industry for a little while. But then I got drawn back into it when Marvel came knocking. Director with Marvel for six years. I, I, I never leave it, and uh, doing stuff here and there, and. <laughs> So I guess another kind of big question would be why, so you, you have the world of comics, you know, you're working for Marvel and things, things that people dream of. Um, and now you're, you're, uh, you just do graphic design. Is that right? I do. Okay. So why, why leave Marvel or and comics in general, I guess, to go to graphic design full time? Yeah. It's a, a question that, I <laughs> probably get ask, asked a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, it, does, it gets yeah. asked a lot, and I, I'll tell you honestly, I ask myself that uh, often as well. Um, comics, uh, that whole industry was an amazing time, was a, an amazing thing to be a part of. The lot of people that I met, a lot of uh, you know high-profile uh, artists and writers, a lot of celebrities I got to meet too, uh, especially after Marvel started to do uh, started to do their own movies, um, but. And this is not to disparage Marvel by any stretch, but they're Marvel. They don't need to pay top dollar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know enough. what I mean? Um, it's, uh, it's, it's very easy for people, for them to fill positions. It's not a matter of them uh, needing to keep you. It's a matter of you trying to, or having to try to um, keep yourself moving in a direction career-wise that you want to instead of kind of stagnating. And it's not to say that you would have, that I was going to stagnate at Marvel, but really there wasn't anywhere else for me to go and for anything else for me to do there that uh, wouldn't have advanced me professionally. Um, so it was a, it was one of those bittersweet things where I had to say goodbye to something that I really, really wanted to be a part of forever. Um, but, you know, um, you can only do so much on, uh, a certain salary. <laughs> so oh, my, I get that. I get that entirely. <laughs> well, so, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, um, say if they ask you to come back for uh, something different, like is there a certain circumstance that maybe beyond money would drive you back? Uh, I, I would think if I could have a hand creatively in doing something that um, – was a a passion project for me, uh, then maybe I would consider doing that kind of thing. It's a little harder when you have, you know, actual adult responsibilities, right. and <laughs> right. you know. But um, like I said, comics isn't something that you shake or you you grow out of completely. Uh, at least I don't think so. I certainly haven't. Um, and I keep in touch with a lot of people in the in the industry just to to kind of have my, my hand there just in case anything comes around. And, um, you know, I'm still involved in comics to an extent here and there. I may explore doing some, uh, independent comic book stuff, uh, in the near future, uh, with, uh, with some people that 
um, I've met in the industry. So uh, it's not, uh, that would be the only thing that I think that they, that any company could offer that would give that, give me enough incentive to pull away from having to adult so much. (laughs) (laughs) No, I get that. So have you thought about like, maybe just as like a a side thing, maybe even just doing like uh, some creator own type stuff? I have, I have. And uh, it's, it's something that I have an actual uh, folder on that uh, I go back to every couple of months or so and take a look at it and, and see if anything else is uh, germinated in my head. Um, and like I said, I've been talking with a couple of people that uh, are of the same mind and have some kind of um, long buried intention with uh, of trying to do something creator owned. And, you know, we talk about it a little bit more and we talk about it uh, a little bit more another day and then more another day. And uh, I think we're at the point now where maybe we're going to push forward and see if if we can do something uh, again in the very near future. But I will let you guys know first. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah, yeah no, I was gonna say now is like the perfect time to even start doing creator owned. I mean, creator owned is kind of really Big. blowing up right now. So you know, now's the time to really do it. It is. And it's it's really great to see. Uh, and, you know, the, the technology that is the interwebs really helps that out a lot. Right. You don't need to have that big name agent pushing for you at every corner and uh, you don't have to uh, set up those meetings with the uh, the muckety mucks to to make sure that you get heard. If you can get your stuff together and you can pair up with a, a good artist or a good writer and you can uh, present that uh, out to uh, the different uh, indie publishing platforms, you can have yourself an audience um, overnight, not unlike the podcasting that we do. Yep. Just say artists and writers. Yeah. Is there any artists and writers you would love to team up with? Uh, all of them. The artists that I've gotten to know uh, over the years have all been amazing people to work with. Um, the, the only one person that I didn't get to work with that I did get to talk to when I was at Valiant uh, that uh, would have been a blast, but at the time he was really, really heavily overbooked. Was Alex Ross? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but um, there's a from uh, from all of the the guys that I met uh, over the time. Any one of them, I think, would do would would be an honor to work with. Um, I got to work very briefly with one of my favorites at the time, Bill Sienkiewicz, uh, and he did a couple of things for me at the time. And it was funny because. Um, when, uh, when we were trying to get, to pick artists for this project and I, and I honestly cannot remember what the project was for right now, but, um, I threw out, you know, trying Bill Sienkiewicz on it. And, uh, one of the, one of the higher ups was like, you're never going to get Bill Sienkiewicz. He won't work for us. And I was like, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Let me give him a call. And I did. And the, uh, the, the meeting on the phone, I I called him, I introduced myself. I was like, Bill, I'm a huge fan of your work. I'd love to see you on on you know this particular project uh if, if you have the time um you know let me know and uh, and i'll make accommodations and I'll, I'll i'll do whatever to work around your schedule and he was like like there was a, a, a very short pause he was like yeah let's do it and i was like wait what <laughs> <laughs> that's cool i was like okay um i'll send the paperwork to you and let's go bye you know <laughs> um but yeah that was cool and again the the Comic book artists uh, have always had that um, that uh, that kind of superhero mystique for me, you know, as a as a fan growing up. So uh, getting to meet them, getting to to see their process and and find out how quirky and normal all these guys were uh, was always a was always a big thrill. And um, I mean, I, I talk with a, a bunch of them still to this day, and uh, they're some of my favorite people ever. That's great. Um, having been a cog in the Marvel and Valiant machines for as long as you were, do you still keep up with those companies now in terms of the comics they're putting out and what they've got going on? Is you know, in the comic book world? Yeah. Uh, the in terms of buying comics every Wednesday, I, I'll be honest and say no. Uh, I just can't. There's so many books out there now that it's it's hard to to keep up with one or two titles, much less twenty or thirty. Um, it was easier to do that back when I was a broke college kid. Um, but, um, now it's, it's not so much, 
Um, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, the Valiant stuff that is coming out now is pretty exciting stuff. Uh, one of uh, my good friends from Marvel uh, is now the editor-in-chief over there, uh, Warren Simons. Mm-hmm. And he um, is working with some great people and doing some great stuff over there. So I keep, uh, I keep tabs on some of the things coming out of there. But um, as far as the Marvel comics, I recently tried to find out what was going on uh, with the X-Men universe um, just to see if um, I could you know, dive back in. Um, <laughs> and man, I was yeah. so lost. I had no idea who was who and there yeah. aren't any more mutants now. And, and uh, I, I don't understand um, who's on whose team and bad guys aren't um, the bad guys that I remember them to be anymore and, and all this stuff. So um, it, it, I'm afraid those comics have passed me by when there's another break and they have to reboot stuff. Maybe I'll jump back in. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, fair. Yeah. I, I agree with the Marvel stuff. I'm a huge Valiant fan and I just love everything they do. We actually talked about, Exo um, Manor last week. And everyone, oh, cool. all four, yeah, all four of us. I mean, I, I loved it since it, it started, but uh, it was great knowing that the love was shared by my my three comrades here. Great, oh, that's cool. Love it. Yeah, the um, uh, back during the Birthquake era, were you guys around at all for the Birthquake era? I don't believe so. No. Okay, so let me tell you a really quick story there. Um, when uh, when Valiant started to kind of um, suffer from the speculation market crashing. Uh, they had been bought by Acclaim Comics, and there was a, a big push to kind of restructure the Valiant universe to um, bring it more into the the hot 90s at the time, right? The the, the mid to late 90s um, to kind of keep up with Image and uh, all of the the bright, flashy, in your face stuff that was going on at the time. The there was a campaign called the birthquake which was a line-wide reboot of all the characters uh, and valiant brought in a bunch of big names to reboot all of the characters you know we had kurt busick on ninjack we had ron mars bart sears uh on um on exo man war uh tim truman was on turok uh and um that all of that was trying to reshape what was the old Valiant universe into this birthquake rebirth type thing that became the second phase of, of Valiant. And Exo uh, um, Manowar uh, was being done by Bart Sears and Andy, oh, I can't remember his name. You guys don't have to tell me with that, but um, Andy Smith, I think it was. Bart Sears and Andy Smith. And uh, at the time, Bart Sears was, uh, was still um, really... Uh, busy with the wizard covers. You remember Wizard Magazine? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, First. yeah, yeah. I still have a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he did he did all those covers, and he it was re- he had a really big following at the time. Um, so his the, their take on Exo Manowar was really uh, in your face and and bright and and loud and and very nineties. It was very image, very very um, appropriate for the time, um, and. I was working on the reboot of Ninjak, which uh, the uh, if you're familiar with the original incarnation of Ninjak was you know the uh, was one of the smartest men in the world was a spy for um, MI five I think or MI six at the time I can't remember what it was what it was for but um, the reboot of Ninjak was uh, taking a kid uh, who was really good at the Ninjak video game to the point where he trips a certain level and he gets contacted by the, the makers of the game who were linked to the ancients of uh, a particular uh, uh, martial arts sect and they recruited him to be the next Ninjak. So it was kind of like the last Starfighter um, version of Ninjak. And uh, it was um, at, at, in, a, in a time where we were trying to do all of this really loud, crazy stuff, we had Ninjak where it was kind of the last Starfighter and we were like, yeah, this is, this might not go over so well. <laughs> um, so was that, was this the time where I know Garth Ennis did some shadow man? Was that at the same time or 
that was the the later um, rebirth of oh, okay. that. So yeah, um, right, which right. was really good stuff. Uh, that uh, I remember catching up on when uh, when all of that took over. But um, I think Quantum and Woody was born out of Birthquake as well, and that went on into that uh, that third right. phase of Valiant. Um, but I think that was one of the the only things that kind of carried over as it was from the uh, the Birthquake era. Hmm. See, I'm new to Valiant. I was, I don't know, I'm late to the Valiant game, unfortunately. Yes, Better both, late than man. never, but but yeah, I'm I'm late to the Valiant game. Thanks to Nova here, I'm finally starting to get caught up. But cool. I was wasn't very familiar with the characters. Like I'd heard of them and things like that, but growing up, you know, I was I was mainly all Marvel growing up, and yeah. nowadays I'm I read a lot more DC and indie than anything. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I am starting to get caught up on Valiant. I know Val- there's several groups that I'm in, and people are just going on and on and on about Valiant and how it's you know the greatest thing ever these last few years. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did you see the uh, the video, the teaser trailer that they have for uh, for, for Bloodshot for Ninjak versus Ninja. yeah for Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe? I think it is. Is that what it was, or is it Bloodshot versus the Valiant Universe? Yeah. Well, it's there's a Ninjak one, which is, um, I guess they, they had an official trailer for it, but they yeah. showed like a clip of the Bloodshot. I don't know if that yeah. was a Bloodshot movie or just a clip from the Ninjak movie where Bloodshot shows up. And yeah, yeah I don't know, but it looked awesome. Yeah, it did. It looked fun. It looked fun. <laughs> JDF yeah. is a Bloodshot. I was like, hey, I can get behind <laughs> yeah, this. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, it looked absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely late to the Valiant game, but I'm I'm trying to play catch up now. Cool. Um, so um, other hobbies. While we're here, let's promote your podcast. Tell us about your podcast and what that's all about. Oh, yes, thanks, Savita. Let's talk kung fu. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, the Kung Fu Driving Podcast. It's uh, a podcast that I do, and I talk uh, about seventies and eighties kung fu flicks. They were the the superhero movies of my generation, uh, you know, Saturday morning at three o'clock on channel five in the New York city area, you, you got Kung Fu theater, uh, which was 90 minutes of, um, uh, Kung Fu superheroics. And that's where I got introduced to the characters like the five deadly venoms and, uh, the 36 chamber of Shaolin. And, and all of that was really influential to me growing up. And it, is influential to uh, to musicians like Wu Tang and and others to the point where they're still drawing samples from some of those movies today. And the uh, the kung fu movie tradition is um, has evolved, obviously, uh, into some some really high powered stuff. But you still get the homages in movies that uh, that harken back to some of the action scenes that uh, I was watching when I was a, a kid. Um, but people like Wesley Snipes in the, in the Blade movies uh, was, a, was a big fan of uh, the Kung Fu stuff, and um, it was nice to, to, to be able to bring the, some of that stuff um, to the big screen again. But you know, movies like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon uh, still have sequels, and we're going to see Iron Fist on uh, Netflix in uh, yes, a few short right. months. So yes. there's going to be a lot of Kung Fu there. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, very, very excited for Iron Fist. That's going to be a, amazing. So, what are so some your, oh, go ahead, Red. So what are some of your favorite uh, Kung Fu movies, since we are on the subject of that? Yeah, um, so my I, I would say that my top favorite movie is The Five Deadly Venoms. Um, oh, good, good one. Right, yeah, and uh, again, because in an era where superhero movies weren't quite a thing yet, uh, these guys were superheroes. You had a guy that could stick to walls. You had a guy that you had a guy that was invulnerable to all kinds of weaponry. You had uh, a guy that um, could move as fast as a centipede, uh, um, and uh, a guy that could that was a snake. You know that kind of stuff. So all of these things was all of these things were superpowers to to me. You know, ninjas could appear and disappear at will, uh, and they might not have had capes. But they had silk robes that made awesome noises when they walked around, <laughs> and um, you know they could fly over short distances and they could punch people over longer distances. So it, that that kind of stuff was always amazing to me. Um, but Five Deadly Venoms, The Thirty Six Chamber of Shaolin, anything with Gordon Liu in it was really great. Um, and uh, even even today, 
uh, Jet Li, Jackie Chan, those guys are, are, are carrying that, you know, carrying oh. the mantle. See, Jackie Chan, I love him, especially between 1973 and maybe like 1985, that time oh, yeah. period. Oh, yeah. my God. 36 Crazy Fists. Love yeah. that. A Project A. Those kung fu movies I love. Oh, I yeah, and <laughs> he's a he's just such an amazing actor to watch. Even if it, it wasn't just for the action, he's so expressive. And mm-hmm. he threw himself into to the uh, literally threw himself into every movie that he did to the point where he had he wound up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and like his outtakes, his outtakes will show how he broke something or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember Jackie Chan. My my introduction to him was. Uh, was it Rumble in the Bronx? Is that this first yep, like yep. U.S. movie? Yeah, that yeah. was my introduction to Jackie Chan. And then I had I was like in high school at the time, and I told a buddy about it, and he's like, "Oh, dude, let me show you some stuff." <laughs> so, <laughs> so he kind of like took me aside, and he started showing me uh, uh, drunk. Was it Drunken Master? Mm, yeah, good, good one. Yeah, good. he was showing me that one and a couple others, and I was like, "Oh, oh, Jackie Chan's been around a while." Yeah, <laughs> he's like he's like, "Yeah, man, he he's been around like twenty something years. You need to you need to catch up." I was like, "I don't know, you know, I I was all used to like the I know you give me a Jean Claude Van Damme movie, I guarantee right. I've seen it. I can probably quote it. Like <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme, Steven Seagal, all those ones. Those that's like what I grew up with. So yeah, like right. the Jackie Chan, I I had yeah. no clue until I was older. Yeah, my see, my introduction was like in the late seventies. Oh, gosh, what was that one? Um, Game of Death, and mm-hmm. I saw that as a kid, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I love this!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bruce Lee was the man. Bruce Lee still yeah. is the man, and, and you know. he is. And it's, oh my god, I mean, I watched Green Hornet. Who didn't love Kato? I mean, come oh, on, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, um, I actually just uh, just saw that uh, that. Batman episode uh, a few weeks ago mm-hmm. where the Green yes. Hornet uh, was on there and I was like, oh my god yep. uh, and Bruce Lee got to uh, duke it out with Robin, which in real life probably wouldn't last as long as it did but no. you know yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> we all understood <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> you gotta lose yeah. to the guy in tights okay? yeah <laughs> that's funny so what uh, days does your podcast drop? Um, I try to get it out every Sunday. Um, I'm supposed to be uploading one tonight, actually. Um, oh. It's Sunday when I'm recording, um, so I, I'll be doing that after I speak with you, fine gentlemen. But, um, it, yeah, I try to get one out every week, uh, usually on Sunday. Uh, I, I will throw in a few mini episodes here and there. Uh, I've been lucky to have had interviews with some interesting people so far. I, I don't. Uh, I try not to do just shows. If I can get some interviews with some cool people in the – kung fu industry i do um i've had uh graham earnshaw who was one of the original voice directors for the english dubbing for some of those 70s and 80s kung fu movies so so he (laughs) yeah he was the guy that ran the studios that employed the voices that gave us some of those classic lines uh that we're quoting today from those kung fu movies like uh you know poison clan rocks the world which is a a big quote from uh, five deadly venoms yeah um, but I also interviewed uh, Don Nyam, who was the uh, the bad guy uh, Stingray in the Cynthia Rothrock movie Undefeatable. Um, and if you if you've seen that clip on YouTube, and you know, chances are you have, it's not presented in the most flattering light. But um, he's he's a great guy. He was a great sport about the whole thing, and uh, um, he had some interesting tales to tell about that movie. So, um, and as far as uh, Kung Fu tying into things like the Marvel Universe. I recently interviewed Katrina Durden, who played one of the zealots from the Doctor Strange movie. Mm, cool. And uh, so she's she's uh, she is a great she was a great interview. And uh, I have daughters, so she's uh, stuff like um, stuff that she's doing uh, for females in movies and and particularly action uh, heroines and things like that are, are always going to be inspirational material for you know for my daughters and for for girls all over the world so it was, it was great to have her on yeah, yeah well, actually cool. one of our very first um interviews that we did for four guys in a comic was with uh dalabar talajic uh mm. who, he was uh he did the he was the um artist for kung fu it was a, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. a five issue uh, miniseries with marvel cool fun guy that's awesome yeah no it's really cool awesome well um does anybody else have any other questions I'm good. All right. 
Yeah, no, this is awesome. Thank you very much for, for coming on, Jeff, and BSing with us for a while. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, be sure to go check out his podcast. And, yeah, so till then, stay tuned for next week, and we'll see you guys then. Four guys will live to fight another day. I'm not so sure about that exosuit. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to join us next week when we continue the hijinks and the four guys bring you another great show with a special guest, Matthew Kowalski. Till then, guys, take care.